Strategic Living with Brian Holmes, episode number 39. Hi, this is Ray Edwards from RayEdwards.com, and you're listening to Brian Holmes, one of my favorite people and certainly one of my favorite podcasts. Welcome to the program today, everybody. My name is Brian Holmes, and you have found the Strategic Living Podcast online radio program. Hey, we're excited to have you with us today. What an amazing surprise I have for you today. I have on our program for the second time with us, New York Times bestselling author, a great mentor in my life, wonderful coach and a wonderful friend, Dan Miller. You're going to be blessed by this interview. We're talking about the power of relationships and masterminds, and I believe it's going to be something that you're going to want to hear. So wherever you are, just kind of prepare yourself for this, and let's get started right now, everybody. Well, I'm just deeply honored yet again to have my friend on the program, Dan Miller. Dan is... Uh, a tremendous asset to anyone who is looking to find their way. I know so many people who are frustrated with and or challenged with their current status in life. They're, they're working in a job. They're in a particular vocation or career path uh, that is providing maybe a living for them, but they're just not satisfied. They're not in their lane. They're not fulfilled. And I don't know of anyone uh, other than Dan Miller, really, that's doing what he does. He has such a prolific mind and voice and heart for those of us who are wanting to really carve out a new path and find that which God has given us to do, which you know is a passion here for us on this program. But today I am so honored to have New York Times bestselling author. He has authored several books, of course, 48 Days to the Work You Love, Wisdom Meets Passion, No More Dreaded Mondays, just to name a few. So right now, let's go straight to my interview with none other than Dan Miller. Well, I am super delighted to have back on the Strategic Living Podcast my friend, a mentor, a coach in my life, someone who I have great respect for, Dan Miller. Most of you by now are familiar with his work, but he is New York Times bestselling author of the book 48 Days to the Work You Love. He's also also authored quite a number of other great works, uh, No More Dreaded Mondays, Wisdom Meets Passion, and so many others. And I am just privileged and honored beyond words to have you back on, Dan. Welcome to the program. Well, thank you, Brian. It's an honor for me to be back. We're always energized when we talk together, and I'm sure this will be the same. Absolutely. And uh, for those that may not know this, Dan and I keep crossing paths. I think since you were on the last time, I've been to back to the sanctuary at least one time and intend on doing that again in June. And then you and I were just in Orlando, Florida together at Michael Hyatt's launch conference, which was a great event, and certainly a, it was wonderful to hang out with you and your beautiful wife, and, and just to, uh, to collaborate, to think together, to be together, and uh, what a great time that was. Well, it was, and you know, it relates to what you want to talk about today, that power of connection, and it's amazing. Once you open your eyes to the power of connection, how the connection just keeps showing up again and again and again. Absolutely. So let's just dive right into that today. Uh, one of the great realizations that I have had in the last number of years is that when one makes a commitment to growth, 
to a new direction, to possibly a new strategy for their own life, career, business path, whatever the case may be, it seems as though it opens a gateway to new relationships, new connections, and in that process, you find there are so many wonderful resources, great minds, great ideas, creativity that you're able to tap into that on the previous level was not available to you until you made the commitment to go there. And I want to talk about that today with Dan, and we're going to talk about connections, strategic connections. We're talking about masterminding. Some people are familiar with that, some are not. And we'll also talk about this concept that you talk about often, Dan, and that is that when the student is ready, the teacher appears. So let's just dive into that. Talk to me about the value of these kinds of connections. It just will escalate anything that you want to do. And you really described it well as you set it up there. Once you really create a clear focus for where you want to go, it's like doors just start opening. I mean, the world just really wants us to be successful. And once we're that clear on where we're going, resources and other people to help us along the way, just start paving the way for us. There's a concept that I use often. It's called reticular activator. And it is this. If I go out this afternoon and buy Joanne a red Volvo 850 Turbo, tomorrow I'm driving around and I see six of them right here in my little town, Franklin, Tennessee. I'm thinking, what's up with that? Did they all go yesterday and buy red Volvos? No, they were there all the time. But I just wasn't alert to them. I didn't have my antenna up. That's reticular activator where once you have something on your radar, other things just like that start to show up. And I think that's the power of exploding our own idea and direction. Once we're clear, the resources just start showing up in ways that we couldn't have even expected. Absolutely. And so help me understand this. When we are not clear, and let's just start from that place, because I know a lot of people who are seeking clarity. They're wanting to understand more of what it is God's called them to do, given them to do in the earth, but they've not yet really processed that out to the degree that they have that clarity. What are they missing out on? Why is that door still closed to those resources? Somehow they just haven't been strategic about getting the information or the clarity that they need. And there are a whole lot of ways to do that. I mean, I am a voracious reader, as I know you are, and books have opened me up to a lot of new ideas and new connections. And a lot of those people, authors of books, have been mentors to me, even though it's virtually, and they don't know the impact they've had in my life. But that's readily available to anybody. I mean, these days, everybody has access to the information. There's no boundaries at all. It used to be that if you wanted information, you had to go to universities and libraries because they had all that. That's not true anymore. I mean, everybody's got some form of a smartphone in their pocket. And by virtue of that, we have access to any information out there. So the question really is, have you created a clear path? Have you created a clear direction? And once you do, you can access the information and resources you need really easily through books or through connecting with people. And what I do, when I want to go in a new direction, when I want to achieve excellence in an area of my life, I find people who are already performing at the level which I want to perform and find ways to spend time with them. Man, that's the key right there. And I was just sharing that very concept with someone that I'm coaching the other day, and that is that they were struggling, I think, more with self-esteem and confidence. But I explained to them, look, who is it that you admire? Who is it that is doing what you long to do? Who is it that absolutely has the life that you desire to have? And they named a couple of people. I said, now, 
What is your attitude toward those people? I wanted to find out, are they jealous? Are they envious? Are they suspicious or maybe cynical? Or do they really appreciate and honor those those people? Well, this particular individual had a tremendous amount of respect and honor towards the people they admired. And I said, okay, here's what you do. Find a way to be around those people. Find a way to begin to dissect and understand what did they do to come to this place in their life where they're enjoying the benefits you long to enjoy and to study them, to understand them, which really brings us to this idea of masterminding, which we'll talk about in just a moment. There's a quote, Dan, and I, I probably don't have this exactly right. You could probably help me with this, but C.S. Lewis talked about this idea many, many years ago, and he says it's impossible to recognize something unless you have some idea of what it looks like. And hmm. and that whole thing there is is really coming back to what we talked about a moment ago when the student becomes clear on what it is they're going after or what they want or what they desire and, and the path they've chosen, at that point, they begin. their eyes are open. They begin to see more clearly what's always been right there in front of them. But the, right. the resources do begin to show up. And, and of course, you know this very well, that that's happening in my life in so many ways right now. Let's talk about masterminding. What is a mastermind? It's just simply linking arms with those people who can bring new eyes to the table, who have resources that you don't have. These don't have to be people who are your superiors or people who are way behind you. I like to connect with people who are kind of at my same level on this path to what we all call success. But just spending time with them, they see things that I don't see. They have connections that I don't have. And Brian, as you clearly know, you and I are in a mastermind together and we instantly see in there how every resource we could possibly need, if it's information, knowledge, wisdom, money, whatever it is, is in that room because of the people that are in there. Yes, absolutely. Napoleon Hill, I think originally really coined the phrase and and described what this looked like. And he said, a mastermind is the harmonious alliance of two or more minds that create a friendly environment to gather, classify, and organize new information for fast and effective implementation. I love that that idea. Uh, I know that I just participated in a one-day mastermind in addition to the one you and I are a part of together. And in that process, we had 11 people in a room. Each person brought to the group that day a scenario, a business idea, a challenge, something that they're presently working on. And they presented it to the group in in a matter of 15, 20 minutes. And then we simply worked together and the, the ideas, the creativity, the solutions, and even connections to resources, as you just mentioned, came forward just like that. It's the beauty of the mastermind. What have you experienced in mastermind groups? Exactly what you just described. I've been a part of mastermind groups for many, many years. Can't imagine not being involved in them. And it can be one, it can be multiples, but you just can't get enough of a good thing. But that idea of being connected with a small group of other people And I like to have people who are involved in things that I am not. People from other businesses and industries and professions, things that I have no interest in going in, but I know their unique perspective can bring added value to the way that I see things. But I just can't imagine trying to achieve success without having the rich resources of being connected with other people. And we can call it a brainstorming group. You can call it an accountability group, a Bible study, a mastermind. I mean, it doesn't, there's a lot of overlap in all those, but 
a mastermind kind of implies that it's more business focused and I've, I've benefited immensely from the groups that I've been involved in. Well, how does one find a mastermind group? I guess is the question. If, if, if one is not already on a person's radar, how do they go about connecting with the right group that will add that level of benefit to them? Yeah, that's a great question because I've been asked that a thousand times. Gee, no, I, I can't find a mastermind group. Well, you know what? Most mastermind groups kind of develop based on some connections that a few people already have. And then by virtue of being a mastermind group, they are not open. You, you don't have a mastermind that's open. I mean, the one that Dave Ramsey and I started years ago that we had, you know, people would say, well, gee, can I be a part of that? Well, no. It changes complexion dramatically. If you go from 12 people to 200 people, it's no longer a mastermind in the way that we define it. So my advice moved to not how can you find one, how can you create one? And that's what I advise wow. everybody. doesn't matter where they are in terms of their own success. You can create a mastermind group. Just like what you've described a little bit ago, you know, just being around other people and you realize, wow, there's uh, 10 of us that have been to these conferences that I keep running into and we all live in the Dallas Fort Worth area. Why don't we start our own mastermind group? Sure. If we get together once a month, that would be a great benefit. So the key usually is not as much, how do I find one as how could I create one? Excellent point. And so if person, if a person went on a search trying to find the ideal group, it might be a lifetime <laughs> challenge to do that as opposed to just saying, look, you know, I know what, what I need. I, I've, in relationship with some other people that, that have similar interests and needs and ideas, even though they may come from a different place. But let's talk about getting together and just begin to form that. How how do we know what that looks like? How is it structured? How how does a meeting go? Uh, is there money involved, et cetera? Okay. Yeah, well, you threw out a whole bunch of questions there. <laughs> Sorry you about know, that. Really, that's, that's okay. <laughs> really, back to your original kind of premise when you opened this long uh sentence here that you just asked me. If I just went looking and found a mastermind group that said, yeah, come on over, I really would suspect the value of that mm -hmm. group. I just don't think that's the way that they're created. Now, if somebody invited me to a mastermind group, which has happened, then I'd know that they had me on their radar. They knew I would be a fit, but I really think it's an artificial process for the most part. Now it could happen but I, I don't think that it's going to be very common for somebody to go looking for a mastermind group and be able to find one. It reminds me of the old Groucho Marx comment, you know, he'd never belong to a club that would allow him to be a member. Um, <laughs> you, you're probably going to have to create one based on your circle of influence, and then you can grow it from there. Now, how do you do that? I mean, just, just by doing that, could you identify three or four other people? There's, there's another kind of group that I was, a member of for years, and it's a, a group called Christian Leadership Concepts. But the way it's based is there are 12 guys who agree to meet every Friday morning from 6 to 8 o'clock for two-year period of time, very curriculum-driven. But the way that it was put together has a lot of similarities to the way that I think a mastermind can work as well. In that particular organization, usually there are two guys who say, hey, we could co-facilitate this together. So there are two guys who really kind of take leadership. Each of those guys invites five other people. With that, you have 12 people. Boom. Done, done deal. 
that has worked. I've seen that work again and again and again in that program where two guys get together, each invites five others. You got a closed group of 12 people that meets for two years. So you could do something like that, or you could get three guys together and say, each of you invite two. Again, the number is not critical. As you know, Brian, I have been part of groups usually that are 10 or 12 people historically. Right now, we're experimenting with a new concept where we have 48, 48 being kind of my magic number in my business. And I thought, could we really expand the same kind of dynamics by going to a larger group? Well, we've had one amazing day together here, and it seemed to confirm that everything is just going to be magnified and exploded in the way, exactly the way that I wanted it to do. I really believe that there's a limit to that. I mean, I, you hear about groups that are online groups, and some of them call those masterminds, some of them call it a membership site. And I think if you have 3,000 people, you lose a lot of what we're talking sure, about today sure. here. That's not really a mastermind. That's something else. So I think there has to be a reasonably small number where you really are kind of sharing life together to have the dynamics of what we're describing as a mastermind. Now, you ask about money. Can there be money involved? Yeah. I don't, I don't think that's a critical factor. But let me describe how that can work and how I've seen it work. If you select people to be involved and there is no money involved, it's the old principle of no cost, no value. Mm -hmm. And I've seen that play out with a couple of groups that I've been in. Although there were great people involved, it didn't seem to really have the built-in value. People were too casual about it. If it suited, they showed up. If it didn't suit, they would not. They would come not prepared to cover material we agreed we were going to discuss. That kind of gnaws at me. I want there to be more skin in the game, so to speak. And I think having some kind of a fee is one way to ensure that. So I also have a group where there is a significant amount of skin in the game where people pay a membership fee, but you know who the first Number one member is to pay that fee, me. Yep. I didn't want it to be. And, and here's how another kind of part of the dynamic of a mastermind group. Because I have a significant audience, it would be very easy for me to put together groups where people would then be looking to Dan Miller for everything. So it'd be very top down. I purposely did not want that in a mastermind group. Now that can be something else. And I'm thankful for the audience that I have, but in a mastermind group, I want people where every person has as much ability to contribute as they have need to receive. That's really part of that. That's a critical dynamic that I look for in a mastermind. And that puts me on an equal footing with the other people, even if I was the one who brought them together. You got to say that, that phrase again, that you just described, because that that's powerful. What you just said. I want every member to have just as much ability to contribute as they have need to receive. Wow. I can think of a number of applications for that statement right there, besides a mastermind. <laughs> wow. Uh, that's amazing. Let, let me ask you this question. If you, and this is going to put you on the spot a bit, but if you were to just off the top of your head to describe the top five benefits that you have experienced personally or observed in the mastermind process, what would those top things be to an individual? I can take any idea I'm contemplating and run it up the flagpole with my mastermind and get their input. They may see some fatal flaws. They may see some possibilities that I didn't see. If I want to write a book, I can present it 
to the group. So what do you guys think? What if I presented this concept and really developed it? Is that something that you would be interested in? You think other people would respond to, but now it goes way beyond that. If I'm having a challenge in a relationship, I've been in mastermind groups where we've gone through the process of firing somebody, firing an employee of one of the members on a more personal level. If I'm having a challenge in a relationship, I've taken a challenge in a personal relationship, a challenge with my oldest son to my mastermind group that helped me dramatically and deal with kind of separating in a way that would not be hurtful to either person. I mean, those are the kind of things, again and again, if I, if I want to have somebody, if I want to have new windows installed in my house, which I did recently, the very first people I thought of were the guys in my mastermind group. I knew that in there I could find the best, most quality, efficient service available on the face of the earth. And that's exactly what I did. I mean, the, the, the connections that it opens up not just to some narrow kind of business application or some narrow theological application, but to living life together. That's what I expect from my mastermind. I love that. And that's really what I wanted to hear you say is that this is not in its highest and best use, something that is micro niched. It's not, it's not small. It has such a broad application and it's about relationships, doing life with people, and really getting engaged on a multitude of levels within that group. That's exactly right. I and love the that. The ways that those connections play out never cease to amaze me. I mean, in our mastermind group, we had a gentleman who said, I've got two sons who are interested in you know, acting, performing. I don't know how to help them. Should I get an agent? You know, do I need to help make them connections? What should I do? And we had about three people in the group say, gee, I know somebody you need to talk to. And within a week, both of those sons had interviews with top agents in the country that'll project them, their success in those areas like nothing else we could have offered. But the connections were there. You know, we've heard the old kind of saying six degrees of separation. Yes. It's not even six anymore. It's two or three at most. And in a well-constructed mastermind, it's one or two levels. They can connect you with anybody you need to be connected with, any resource you need that quickly. I'd like you to talk about briefly the the idea of inviting and being selective about who is in the group. Because, you know, I, I did a series recently on my podcast, I think four weeks running on relationships and two you know, tremendous response, by the way, because I think it touched a core with a lot of people, but there's nothing more valuable in our lives than the relationships that we have. And I see people that aren't as intentional about choosing those sometimes as they should be, especially in this context. So tell me about the process and why it's imperative that we invite and select who is in the group as opposed to just making it open. I would cringe at making it open. Now, I don't want to do anything that seems to be elitist or somehow, you know, off limits to anybody, but it's not that difficult to identify how people think and where they are. And when you see somebody who's used to blaming, pointing fingers, finding excuses, doesn't accept personal responsibility, 
I don't want that kind of a person to be in a mastermind group with me. Now we'll provide resources, spend time with people like that, but that's not who I'm going to have in a mastermind. So I'm going to look for people who have already proven their ability to create a plan and act on it. People who accept personal responsibility, people who are disciplined and know how to head toward things that lead them to success. Because of that, I would never make a mastermind open. I've never done that. And, and I can't imagine doing so because you're likely to get people who say, Oh, I want to be in that. Well, sure you will. People who, you know, are needy. And again, I don't want to negate uh, where people are in their journey at all. And you could put together a mastermind group of moms who are on welfare, who want to get off welfare. You could do that. That would be perfectly legitimate. So you just decide what is going to be the focus for this particular mastermind group, but then make sure that you have people who are like-minded who are in there. If it's too divergent, and when I say like-minded, I already said I love having people who are in totally different professions and industries than I, but like-minded in terms of how we approach problems, challenges, solutions, new opportunities. That's great. And and everything you're speaking of there in relationship to the mastermind really is true of relationships, period. You, we just... In, in today's world, we're saturated with so much input from social media and all these other places, and we have to become so much more selective about what we allow in and around us because it does affect us. It does affect our outcomes, and uh, that's just incredibly wise advice. Thank you for that. You know, you, you've kind of touched on something there, and I don't know if you want to go down that trail. But Let's go. Let's go. I, <laughs> Let's I hear people bragging about numbers of people in their social network. You know, they've got 50,000 Twitter followers or 75,000 Facebook likes or friends. And I think, what does that mean? Exactly. How, how can you really be sharing life at any deep level at all? with that number of people. I think it's impossible. Now you can have that as part of your business strategy and somehow you're just uh, hitting the surface with a whole lot of people, but that has very little relevance to what we're talking about here. These are going to be people that are carefully selected and you go deep with them. And personally, I think there's more merit in having 10 people where you go deep with them than in having a hundred thousand people on Facebook. Absolutely. Otherwise, you you have quite literally surface relationships that have no meaning and really add no value to where it is you're trying to go in your life. I mean, you know, Kim Kardashian, you know, probably has two million people on Twitter. <laughs> you just had to bring that up, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Who cares? How does that have value to anybody? Right. I mean, I, I just don't understand it. I mean, that, that kind of surface information about what somebody had for breakfast or dinner or where they're going tonight. I mean, I, I don't know why you would fill your brain with that personally. Now, I know I'm you know, going in a direction that um, a lot of people may value more than I, but I, again, that is not what we're talking about here. We're talking about connections that really make a difference in our own success and in the lives of those people around us. And this is, this is everybody benefits. This is not one directional at all. I mean, we really use that old principle that a rising tide raises all ships. My success should not come at the expense of anybody else. Right. And vice versa. I have been helped by countless people 
I mean, I love hearing the stories about how I've had some little impact on somebody's own path to success. I love those stories. But I mean, my own path has been paved from amazing people who have been willing to pour into me selflessly. Absolutely. And I have the exact same testimony and story in my life, and and that's critical to our success. I, one thing that I've noticed in my transition the last couple of months, really a couple of years, has been I had to make a conscious decision to leave, in some respects, the familiar and the comfortable and venture out into arenas that I wasn't as familiar with, but it was in those places where I actually made the connections and began to have this other world open to me by way of relationships and resources. And you don't go into that, you know, simply for your own gain, obviously, because I do believe I'm adding value to those people who I'm now connected with. But but you do have to be intentional about shaking things up and realizing that if you are where you are in your life today, it is a, it's the result of the relationships you have. You are the sum total of the relationships you have. And so this mastermind concept is just another level of strategic intentionality towards getting with people that you can do life with, go deep with, and also have this exchange of life and ideas and creativity with. Uh, It's a powerful concept, and I'm so grateful to you for bringing it to my attention on an even greater level in the last uh, season here. You recently, because of the need and the desire that people are having to connect on this level, you wrote a course and recorded a course that I believe is being delivered online now about how to start a mastermind group. Tell us about that a little bit. One of the principles that has served me well over the years is if three people ask me the same question, I create a product to address that question. Well, because people have heard me talk about the mastermind groups that I'm in so openly, people kept asking the questions we're covering here. How do I find one? How do I create one? Well, because of that, I put together a document. It's about 70 pages long on how to create your own mastermind group. Well, I put that out there just as a little ebook. And we started getting stories back immediately. Young guys who put together a group, you know, 10 guys in their 30s put together a group. And then we'd have somebody blog about, wow, we did exactly what Dan laid out in this How to Create Your Own Mastermind group. And in the first 90 days, half the guys in the group doubled their income. Three guys started new businesses. You know, we can't believe the explosion of power that this given to all of us. Well, that became a very popular little ebook. And because of that, I decided to go a little deeper with that, pulled it back in, refine the material a little bit. I mean, I'm usually one to just put information out there and then refine it as we go along. And I certainly did there, but developed the material a little bit more and then created a video series. There are eight short videos that walk people through all the steps that we're talking about here in more detail how to start one, how to select people, how to have an exit plan for people, what a meeting should look like, just those details. Should it be paid or should it not be? Those details and put that together. The videos are short. They're only about six minutes long. Total of the videos are right at 60 minutes total. But put that together so it's a little more robust because I found that it's such a vacuum. There's so many people who are begging for information about how to tap into this resource of being connected with other people. 
Well, I tell you what, I want to help you to get this word out just because, uh, one, I am the beneficiary now of being a part of three mastermind groups in the last couple of years. I was a part of Cliff Ravenscrafts for quite a while, and then you uh, allowed us to be a part of this new 48 Days group uh, that you've talked about and referred to a little bit. And then also, uh, just recently, had the privilege of sitting down with our friend Ray Edwards for a one-day mastermind model that was just prolific. And I, I have committed that in the next 90 days, maybe even 60 days, we're launching one here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. But for those around the nation, around the world that are thinking about doing this, I'm telling you this resource, I've been through the materials personally, and I can vouch for it. It is a, a turnkey resource that will walk you step-by-step step through the process of launching a group in your area, wherever you are, that I believe will bring, bring great life and resource to you. So... Uh, I'm going to have a link in my show notes, linking them straight through to the Udemy site where they can purchase this. Uh, do you know what the course cost and all that stuff? Yeah, it's forty-eight dollars. Imagine $48. that. Yeah, forty-eight dollars. <laughs> um, we thought about making it ninety-six and then giving people a fifty percent discount who had a hidden link, and I decided, you know what? I just want a lot of people to experience this. I want them to access the information. So that's working really well for us. It's yeah. worth at least 480, I'm telling you, because <laughs> I've, I've been through it. In the, in... Well, no, there's another multiple I could have lived with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, Dan, as we close up here, you know, we've talked about a couple things today. We talked about connections, relationships, seeking out new levels. We've talked about masterminding. Uh, what are two or three ways besides masterminding that people can really reach out and begin to connect with new levels, new relationships, new resources around them to take their life to the next level? Oh, there are really a lot of ways. I mean, nobody is prevented from continuing to explode their own success with the resources we have available today. As I already mentioned, nobody is deprived of any information that's available to somebody. If you're in a, a high class executive family in New York city, or you, if you live in lower Alabama, or if you're in the, uh, the ghetto in Nairobi, Kenya, information is available to you. So if that's online through your smartphone, or if it's a book, if you don't buy it, you go to the library and get it. The resources for that are just so readily available. But you know what? There are people who are willing to mentor, to lead, to help, to assist everywhere in the world. I have never visited a city where I didn't run into people quickly who are willing, who are achievers, who are doing the things we're talking about and are more than willing to help those that are coming along the path behind them. You know, one of the things I want to throw out too, Brian, is that I am an entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur from the tip of my head to the tip of my toes. I love the things that can be done as an entrepreneur. But one of the things that concerns me is oftentimes people assume that if they become an entrepreneur, that then they are going to do everything themselves. Nothing could be further from the truth. Nobody is successful on their own. I am way more introverted than extroverted. Most of my time is spent alone in my office as I think, create, write, speak, do podcasts and those kind of things. But I have to be connected with other people or my success is going to be very, very small. So I want to make sure that people understand that. This does not mean that you have to become some kind of a socialite or you're a party animal. 
It means to be very strategic about the connections and sharing resources with other chosen people in your life. But you have to have that. Nobody is by themselves. Nobody can be successful by themselves. So don't deprive yourself of the benefit of connecting with other people and what they bring to the table. Fantastic. Well, Dan, where can people access you, your resources, your network of of groups, all that sort of thing? Where can people get in contact with you? Well, thanks. I, 48 Days is pretty easy to find. So 48days.com, I mean, we branded around that that length of time, 48 days, as being what I think is a reasonable time to make dramatic change toward new success in your life if you create a plan and act on it. So 48days.com has access to my newsletter, my blog, my podcast, a lot of resources that we've developed over the years. Then 48days.net is this kind of amazing group of people. There's no cost to be part of that. We're now approaching 15,000 members, but these are all people who are saying, I want to make a difference. I have an idea. I want to make an impact. I want to fully utilize the talents that God has given me to live my best life. So that's 48days.net, and there's no cost. If you're approved by our little advisory board to get in, you can link arms there. And that, in essence, you know, is a is a big group of people. And in that group, there are a lot of subgroups where here are people who are interested in writing. Here are people interested in speaking. Here are people interested in relationships. I mean, we have a lot of different subgroups in there where people who have like minds, interested in the same kind of things, say, hey, let's share ideas together. So there's a lot of what we're talking about there, even though it's not in as formalized a way as we would describe with a mastermind. Awesome. Well, Dan, you're a treasure to me and to my family and uh, to so many people around the nation and around the world. Thank you for taking of your time to be on the program with us today. And I know, I just know we're going to do it again. Well, I'm sure we will. As you already described, our paths (laughs) seem to be crossing frequently uh, just in the last few months even here. And I'm sure they will again. Well, I'm honored to have been on with you as a guest, Brian, you bring an amazing wealth of knowledge and wisdom and compassion to the table, and you lay things out in a way that people can understand them easily. So I hope that we have inspired your listeners, maybe loosen some cobwebs and give them hope and inspiration as well. Awesome. Thank you, man. And we'll look forward to doing it again very soon. All right. Take care. Well, that sound means that that is it for this episode today. I trust you enjoyed our interview with Dan Miller. What an amazing guy. What a great resource. I want to remind you that in the show notes for this episode, we're going to actually have a link that takes you straight to his course on how you can start your own mastermind. And we'll also have a link to his website, other resources he has. So if you want to check him out, 48days.com and 48days.net. But be sure to use the link we have in the show notes to take you to the course uh, on how to start your own mastermind. I can tell you with great assurance, there's not been anything that I've done in the last couple of years that has meant more to me and added more value to my life than to participate in these mastermind groups. And I know it will make a huge difference in your life. In fact, we're going to be starting one here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, not too far off into the future, early part of the summer 2014. And if you're interested in uh, maybe being a part of that, send me an email, and we will be happy to have you on our list of people we interview and take applications from when the time comes for us to launch that group. Well, in the meantime, next Wednesday, May the 7th, 
next Wednesday, May the 7th at 7 p.m. I'm going to be hosting right here a webinar called Change Your Mind, Change Your World. By right here, I mean at brianholmes.com forward slash teleseminar. And so I want you to plug into that because we're going to be talking about how the mind works, how beliefs are formed, how your beliefs actually govern the choices, decisions, behaviors, the outcomes that you are dealing with in your life. And so if one really wants to to have positive change and progress in their life, they have to change their thinking. The Bible says, as a man thinketh, so is he. And I know that if I can help you to, first of all, identify limiting beliefs, second of all, to quarantine them, third of all, to actually replace them with godly beliefs, what God knows to be true about you, about your business, about your, your outcomes, about your future, I believe with all my heart you're going to see tremendous results in your life. So next Wednesday, May the 7th at 7 p.m., change your mind, change your world. I also have a few openings left for coaching clients. I'm trying to take on not more than about five or six uh, at one time just because of my own schedule. However, I have one or two openings right now. If you would like to have us uh, to talk with you about possibly coming alongside of you for a one month to 45 day time period, maybe even a six month arrangement, depending on what your needs are. We'd love to uh, to help you to become all God's called you to be. If you'd like for us to speak for you at your church conference, at a leadership seminar, maybe even bring one of our branded seminars to your venue, to your location, we'd be happy to talk with you about that. Visit brianholmes.com forward slash speaking to find out more about that as well. Well, great to have you on the program. I know you enjoyed Dan. Be sure to check out his information in the show notes for this episode. Well, if you'd like to comment on this interview with Dan, please go to brianholmes.com forward slash 039. Scroll down to the bottom of the show notes where the comment section is and leave a question, a comment, an idea, any feedback you have. We'd be so honored if you would do that. Also, we invite you to subscribe to our email updates at brianholmes.com. That's so we can keep you in contact regarding webinars, training programs, the content we're posting every week right here at brianholmes.com, etc. So one more favor I want to ask of you. If you find value in the podcast, rate us in iTunes. Leave a review there for us. That helps us so much in getting the word out. And share this with your friends and your associates on social media. We trust that something we've shared today has blessed you. Until next time, God bless.